0: Now, today on the show, we have channeler Angie Hipple, and Angie channels a collective called Judah, and Judah's message is something that I think all of us need to listen to right now. We do do a live channeling on the show, so sit back, relax, and let's dive in. I'd like to welcome to the show Angie Hipple. How are you doing, Angie?
1: Hi, Alex. So good to be here.
0: Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm excited to talk to you, and the collective that you channel, Judah. Uh, I've, I've seen a little bit of Judah's work, and and I'm really interested to ask them uh, some uh, some interesting questions. But before we get into that, what was your life like before this insanity? <laughs>
1: <laughs> insanity is a great word for it. A very unhappy, happy insanity for yes. which I'm thankful. Yes. Well, um, I think you know, I just have lived um, life as a very um, sincere and, um, and struggling like most Christian woman. I, um, came into the Christian faith when I was around seven or eight years old, uh, and was very devoted all throughout my life, trying to be diligent, a sweet Southern, nice girl that I am. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I had, I married young. I had three children. I went to college, became a school teacher, which I loved, absolutely loved the the teaching profession, and also made a lot of music over the years, um, four or five records. I uh, spent some time traveling, and I spoke at a lot of Christian women's conferences and things like that. And all behind the scenes, though, a lot of, like many, many people living in a lot of quiet despair, a lot of depression, anxiety. Um, I, I remember, Alex, just so many times, asking myself what is it that i'm missing why isn't my life working and um and i came to about six years ago my dad my dad passed away suddenly i was an only child and i entered kind of a series of unfortunate unfortunate events you know some people call it a midlife crisis some people call it a nervous breakdown (laughs) some people call it an awakening or dark night of the soul you know pick your term But um, my dad, my father died, I was left with a car dealership to run of his that supported my family and other families. So I pulled a big, you know, codependent rescue and tried to step in and figure out how to run a car business while I was teaching school and taking care of my family and kids. And long story short, after this lemony snicket of unfortunate events, also part of that was the dissolution of my 27 year marriage. In that process, something was happening, something beautiful, something nondescript was happening. I was really waking up. I was really having revelations about what hadn't worked in my life and why. I was beginning to see my ego. It was in my face, front and center all the time. I was growing more and more sick of the things that my ego drove and pushed me to do that weren't working that were wrecking my life Mm
2: -hmm.
1: causing me pain causing other people pain and I just I met along the way I met this beautiful spiritual man who became my new partner we just celebrated our third our third anniversary yesterday he's uh he grew up in the ram das era he was one of osho's sannyasins lived Mm -hmm. with osho for seven years very beautiful soul he's a diehard meditator for over forty years and he began to just open my eyes to to some new ways of thinking and being and doing so all my definitions about how i should be and how life should be and all of that was just getting stripped away um and it was pretty painful just to be honest because it was it was quick you know it was happening pretty fast um But along in that process, when COVID hit, I I contracted COVID almost right away in the spring of 2020, and unfortunately, I was one of those that went down really hard with it. I had been really, really healthy, was running three miles a day, uh, no no health problems, and I went down hard, and I was sick for uh, about two years. Uh, I had lots of complications and different issues going on. And so during that time, it was still more of that ego death, meditating. It was really a gift. It was a gift of transformation. It was a gift of quiet Mm -hmm. and, and not having any responsibilities and getting to really do some big internal soul work. Most of my time just spent in my recliner not being able to do much of anything. And towards the end of a couple of years of this, um, and I didn't know there was an insight, mind you, I, I, I was having to face that maybe this was my new normal. Um, My third grandbaby was on the way and I was broken hearted that I wasn't going to be able to be there for his birth. That's the only place I really wanted to be. I didn't have the energy or the strength. It wasn't going to happen. And I was there again. We know what we do in this spiritual life. We surrender. We let it go. Yep. That's Mm -hmm. the hard stuff. And I was just meditating one day and letting it go, letting it go, letting it go. That night, Chuck and I were watching um, a beautiful channeler on television on a program very much like yours, and for which we give you our our thanks to all of you out there who are doing this really important work. And Chuck looked at me and he said, you could do that. And I thought, well, that might be something i could actually do while i'm sitting in this recliner doing nothing with my life being absolutely unimproductive mm-hmm. and i just said to the universe i said well if that's something you have for me i'm open for it and that night sure enough these amazing phenomena began to happen to me I felt this little baby as if it was inside of my physical body. I felt his little head pushing down on the floor of my pelvis. I felt my womb contracting. I was having these amazing psychic phenomenon. I could feel his little spirit in the in the in my presence. I knew why he was coming to Earth. I knew what his purpose was. I I knew all this information. So I got up the next morning, I typed it all up. And I thought, what in the world is happening to me? This must be that channeling thing that Chuck mentioned. And sure enough, as I started typing, Judah started telling me about themselves. So that night, Chuck and I sat on the couch together. And I said, listen to this. And I read him what I'd written. I said, they're here. What do we do? (laughs) And we said, well, (laughs) let's just meditate. And we just sat quietly for a few minutes and this big, huge voice came (laughs) out of my little Southern woman person. And, um, and it's just been love, love ever since. Like we are so in love with these beings. It's such an incredible gift. We, uh, last week, it's been about a year now that we've been channeling. and Last week we were with a friend, um, at Focus Life Force Energy We love those guys. And he's a professional kinesiologist. He's done over 2.7 million calibrations in the work of consciousness with David Hawkins Scale of Consciousness. And and he calibrated Judah as 5,000. Judah Judah is so wise and such a beautiful collective. And we're just in awe. And the, the last thing I wanted to say about their coming was that I was immediately healed immediately healed Mm. no more physical health issues at all after that point so i literally got a miracle when they came
0: well when they first came did they like whisper in your in your head were there voices in your head or did you just writing it or how did that work
1: it was just very strong thought impressions okay and i think this is you know i i want to share this for anybody who wonders if they're channeling or wants to channel you know just very strong thought impressions and the, the difference was that I, it was like a deep sense of knowing, like, I just knew that I knew that I knew these thoughts were true.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, and then of course, you know, later then of course the, the voice followed. And with that, um, you know, the phenomenon just increased and the energy increases. Sometimes when I channel, as I open my eyes, when I come back out channeling, there's I'm surrounded in white light, and it takes me a few seconds to be able to see again.
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now, back to the show.
1: Um, other phenomenon in the beginning, I, a lot of times I would have like a sensation of a drill, like a drill bit going through my third eye. Mm-hmm. And popping, you know, clicking in my ears, different different things. Um, sometimes my teeth would vibrate. Uh, I would feel like somebody was <laughs> hooked up electricity to my teeth. Um, and it's been a process of adjust adjusting physically and learning how to manage all that. but but we're just, you know, when something like this happens, you're so, so deeply grateful. Everything in life just has to stop. And and be reconfigured to serve that whatever that is, you know.
0: So, when did you decide to go uh, public and come out of the cl- the closet, if you will, with the uh, with this new ability and this new world that you're walking into?
1: Well, it was almost right away. I mean, from the beginning, we recorded every channel, and we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And, and we would just ask Judah at every point, what do we do now? What do we do now? What do we do now? And they let us know from the beginning, record everything and share it. And, and so we do put out a channel almost every single day. Um, Chuck and I channel nightly here together and then disseminate it. And, and we onboarded um, a brilliant, brilliant digital team right away to start sharing the message. And, you know, one of the things Judah has shared with us, and it's true for everyone listening, you know, these beings, they never make a mistake. They know what they're doing when they choose us and, and my mind and my experience and my, my ego, I always feel like disqualifies me. You know, I've, I've got a list of a million reasons why I'm not the girl for this mm-hmm. task. Right. And, um and, and if, I've checked all those boxes. I can add a few more, but they know what they're doing. Mm. And right now, you know, angels and guides are handpicking so many people all over the world for this ascension process that's happening. And we we work a lot uh, with coaching people who are coming into channeling life, and it's it's thrilling, it's exciting. And they send me their emails and they'll say, well. This is, uh, and and I'm talking about the folks that take our True You Accelerator course and they'll send us a message and say, this is what I heard, but is this just my mind? And I'll read it and I'll think, heck no, that's not just your mind. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I got to read that message because that's exactly what I needed right now.
0: (laughs) So I, I have a feeling that I know the answer to this, but when you finally started to go public with this, how did the people around you your family, your friends, colleagues uh, deal with this. Cause I've always said, it's kind of clearing the room when you say, Hey, I channel, uh, it's not a, is not something that's very well accepted generally, especially not in the Christian community <laughs> as well.
1: Right. Right. And, and well, fortunately for me, you know, I had really extricated myself for, it had been five or six years that I had been out of that community. Okay. And, you know, I decided out of, out of love, it was for me, in that extrication before Judah, I felt it was more loving to not trying to have an argument or justification or explanation or defense of my choice to leave Christianity. Because I, I wasn't there to rock anyone else's world. It, it is a very difficult process. It's kind of like I think about, um, you know, that scene in Matrix, where, you know, Morpheus unplugs him from you know, all the plugs and he tells him, Hey, I'm really sorry, dude. I really shouldn't have done this to you after a certain age. We really don't want (laughs) to. The brain can't handle
0: it. Yeah. The brain can't handle it. Right.
1: Right. Right. And so I, I, for me, it's not always the loving choice to try to persuade or explain to other people because it's, it's a hugely, it's a very difficult transition or it was for me. Now, as for when Judah came, how did we explain? Well, one by one, you know, my kids, my adult kids, um, when they came over, I would channel for them. So they were some of the first guinea pigs Mm -hmm. (laughs) for my channeling. And they were all incredibly supportive, very supportive. Yeah. And, and as for others, um, you know, occasionally if I have to hire somebody to work at the house or whatever, and. I know they might hear me channel or doing a session. I say, okay, so here's what I'm doing. It's really strange. And, you know, we just have a great team around us that's super supportive. And I I really can't make time for the rest. You know, I don't have that luxury karmically and otherwise.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm always just fascinated with the whole process of how you get it, life before, how you get it, how you deal with it, and then how you come out of the closet with it because it's it's it is that's a large transition from where you were to where you are now
1: it is and i will say this for me um it's really helped to um address the egoic part of me that wants to please other people or or have their approval or need their validation in some way and so i'm thankful i'm thankful that it presented that opportunity for me to get to really some of those deeper roots
0: now uh do you think judah would like to come out and and talk a little bit with us
1: absolutely
0: all right so can you explain the process how you come in and how you come out so people can kind of be prepared for it
1: well i usually just close my eyes and and within a few seconds they're there and they kind of announce themselves and um and sometimes we tag team and i float in and out but they're a lot smarter than me so i like for them to to do their thing their answers are wiser and Um, and more of what people need and I don't ever think that I know you know the answers for anyone uh, Hmm. myself or otherwise and so yeah I'll just drop in and um, I usually just close my eyes and they present pretty quickly okay hello hello Alex we are happy to be here we are Judah we 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 want to express our gratitude for your work and and this opportunity we look forward to sharing with all who will listen today. Uh, with serendipity, we 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 uh, look forward to connecting soul to soul, heart to heart in our conversation. And we are here to serve you. Please ask any question you wish.
0: Thank you so much for doing this, Judah. Um, how do collectives like yourselves, who want to channel through? through somebody in this world choose the beings or the people that they channel through
1: well we will tell you how we chose this vessel this vessel was was a soul is a soul from our collective mm-hmm. she she incarnated to this lifetime from our collective in in series a as an angelic soul come to earth some of you would call this uh an, an earth angel there are some many not as many as you might think but plenty of them on the earth today angelic souls walking around in human bodies some of them realize they are such but most do not and in the case of of this vessel she 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 had an attraction to the spirit life and and because she was born into to a religious tradition she searched around within that religious tradition to find find her soul and her true purpose her dharma and 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 she did the best she could with unawareness and unconsciousness within that realm and and there came a a tipping point where where we were ready for her to get on with it and so we woke her up to the reality of who she is and and we did it quite abruptly and with with power in order to get on with it and she was so relieved
0: fantastic now can you explain what the 3d 4d and 5d and beyond realms are
1: Yes, absolutely. The third dimension is your material realm, the things you can taste, touch, see, feel, and hear. It is the concrete world in which you are operating. And the 4D realm is the realm of thought and emotion. It is your perspectives. It is all the things that make you the individual, unique individual that you are.
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: And 5D, we will also explain for you your fifth dimensional uh, person, the, the soul that you are is eternal. It is the part of you that has existed forever. And will go on after you leave your third dimensional body and your fourth dimensional perspectives. As you continue along your journey of evolution, the fifth-dimensional part of you is the part that is God, is a fractal of God, representative. It, it, it has been squeezed in a sense down into your third-dimensional body, physical body, and, and and it is can be expressed or suppressed, expressed or suppressed by your fourth-dimensional constructs we we prefer to use your fourth dimensional elements your personality and so on to express your soul that is that is that is the preference rather than repress your soul we will give you an illustration here here about 3d 4d and 5d to to further explain let's 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 pretend we're all taking a, a walk today down a busy city street here we go. And there are, let's say, a handful of us. And we, in our third dimensional reality, can see the same cars going by, smell the exhaust. We we hear hear the traffic noise. We see the light changing, and so on. And that is likely very similar for each of us walking down the street together, this third dimensional aspect. Mm-hmm. Now the fourth dimension is like unto this it is said the old proverbs is said when 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 a pickpocket walks down the street all he sees are the pockets <laughs> you see each each one of us would have a different perspective if one is an architect one might be noticing the 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 structure of the buildings if one is a mother, she, she might notice a child getting too close to the busy street. If one is a real estate agent, one might be making note of, of a building that could be bought or sold, you see, and so on. And so each of you, because of where you were born and to whom and how you were raised and the language you speak and so on, has a completely different way of seeing things, these are the primary constructs that are in your way uh, 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 of operating from your higher dimensional self. There are layers and layers and layers of this sort of conditioning by the culture that is prohibitive. Now, for 5D, let's say we are all walking down the street again together, and the one that is a fifth dimensional. Being, well, you all are just unaware, but the one that is aware and the one that has begun to pull down the power of one's soul uh, and source energy, angels and guides, ascended masters, Akashic records, all of those things together, all of those things together, pull them down into their being and live in an expanded state of the soul. This one walking down the street would see and know that everything they are witnessing and observing is a creation of theirs, and they live in dominion over that, and understand that they can shift, and shift, and shift, and shift the realities around them at will, and they might notice the child near the road, And then the child will turn and walk away from the traffic and, 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 and notice and notice the, 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 the the pickpocket Uh, uh, and then the pickpocket drops his surly plans. And the one in the fifth dimension, my glance at the office building and suddenly all in the office building feel a lift in their spirit, a lift and a lightness come to them, you see, because this one emanates love, love, and peace. And this one is centered in unconditional love and peace at all times and understands that whatever is happening in or around, even in the thoughts, even when a fifth dimensional people may also have egoic thoughts and structures, but to them, The ego is like a favorite old sweater and they don't mind taking it off if they're a little too warm. And if it's a little too cold, they can put it back on, but it doesn't, it's not a part of the definition of their self. They are instead defined by source intention.
0: Thank you for that answer. That was beautiful. Now, how can we reprogram the lies that we tell ourselves that live in our subconscious mind
1: Mm -hmm. yes 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 well we'll start by saying some of the basic universal ones they are i am not enough i'm not lovable there's not enough i'm not worthy and so on and how we, we, we love this question. How do we get rid of these lies? Well, we will tell you that all fears are built on a lie. And if you deal with the, the fear, the lie will die. So 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 recognize the lies by, by their quality, their characteristic of fear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For there are only two choices to make, to love and trust or fear and doubt. Those are the only two choices to make. So you recognize lies by the fear, the fear inside of them. And here is another way you recognize lies. You recognize them by the fruit, the fruit, the bad fruit. If you had, Alex, an apple tree planted in your yard, and it had been there, let's say, for 20, 30 years, and every year, every year, like clockwork, all the fruit on it was rotten, you would probably uproot it. Hmm. And so this is how we know lies. Lies are rooted in fear and they consistently produce bad fruit. So all you have to do is check the fruit of the thought you are thinking. If the fruit of it, if it makes you feel miserable, is sick, poisoned in your spirit, if it makes you unhappy or distraught, if it, if it causes resistance of some sort in you or a contraction wanting to withdraw or hide or freeze, then it is a lie. And these lies are very deeply rooted, subconscious, and most of them, like the apple tree, it can take decades for, for a, a fruit tree to have fruit, from the seed to the fruit, many decades can pass and most of these seeds are planted in the 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 psyche of beautiful little innocent children by unfortunately their parents teachers cultural norms and we don't we're not saying that to blame parents or any such thing but only that to tell the truth of that's how it is and so these seeds are planted very young and also many are carried in from past lives. And these 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 produce the fruits that you don't want in today, in today. And so the problem comes when 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 we try to climb up the tree and snip off the bad fruit and prune the tree and so on and so on and so on. But none of that will work to get the root out. So we're going to give you all right now a script for how you begin to to address these subconscious beliefs, because you cannot do it with affirmations or changing behaviors and so on, particularly if they are primarily from a past life. They must be done on an unconscious level, as our friend, Dr. Bruce Lipton, has taught us very well. Mm -hmm. And so here is how you begin When you sit down to meditate or you lie down at night, you say, you say, Judah or source or whoever you connect with, would you please tag and treat this bad fruit of anger, anxiety, worry, whatever the bad fruit is for you. Would you please tag it and treat it? Would you please go to the origin Of the subconscious beliefs of the wounding that has caused this bad fruit? Would you find its very beginning, whether it be in this life or in a past life? And would you treat it and transform it, transform it, transform it, and clear all karmic energy from the original wound in the past, present, parallel, and future realities?
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor and now back to the show
1: and this is how you go about it and so for example if this vessel has a difficult conversation with someone and she's feeling frustrated or angry or hurt she doesn't need to understand all the details or or what happened in in past lives and so on it's fine if she does we're not saying that there's not merit in that but but let's just get all about the shortcut here. This is what we're about <laughs> shortcuts because the time is, is come and ascension is nigh and we're at the door. And so let's make it quick here. And so she will say, Judah, please, I don't know what this is that I'm feeling. Would you please tag and treat it? Would you please heal and transform the original wound that's causing me to feel this way? And we do. And it is that easy.
0: Thank you so much for that answer. Now, I have a question I have I've really would love to have an answer to. What is life like for a soul between lives?
1: Yes, we like this question. Well, this is the part that people will maybe have a hard time believing, but we will tell you that the soul gets to choose what that life is like for them.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Let us give you some examples. For those who die in a lot of fear or shame or regret, bitterness, those who die in lower levels of consciousness, it is likely that they will create in the fourth dimension an experience of hell for themselves because of guilt, because of a lack of understanding. We will say this as well, without guilt, there is no hell, but hell is a psychic state and it can be experienced in the body or out of the body. And so we, what we wish to say to everyone listening is there's no need for you to be in hell ever and then for others who pass on they will because they have a master a guru in this life they will find that one greeting them and this also is a creation of their own psyche and others will choose to 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 inherit their angelic light form their angelic light body and not return and there is no need for anyone to come back to, to 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 solve unresolved karmic issues there is no it is not necessary but it is many times the choice of the soul so this is what we would say simply to answer your question that your fourth dimensional reality after you vacate the body will be determined by you. And for many, the choices made there are in line with the level of consciousness of the soul. Now, some can transcend very quickly and swiftly to much higher levels of consciousness in those moments there are opportunities if they choose
0: now what is the process of preparing for an incarnation is there like creating the blueprint if you will the soul blueprint for the life
1: thank you for your question Mm. Mm. Well, in this creation of the blueprint, there is the purest of desire that arises in the soul. The purest of desire. And this desire is, 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 is. (laughs) The desire is to, to, to love and serve the whole. And so one decides how they may best love and serve the whole through their incarnation. And with great courage and service, servant hearts, one chooses the incarnation.
0: Well, how can we have free will if we're creating our life's blueprint? Hmm.
1: Because, because the blueprint is not static. It is not concrete or set in stone. It is fluid. It is constantly changing before, during, and after the incarnation. It is constantly shifting. It is alive. It is alive, 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 and creative with inspiration in every moment.
0: What is the nature, and,
1: uh, and even the purpose that you chose before you came? When you are here, you may choose to rewrite it.
0: Well, then, what is the nature of the universe and our place in
1: it? Hmm. Hmm. The universe is unknowable and it is. In, in 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 your realm there is an attempt to describe describe with words, but words are 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 too limiting but it is it is it is it is it is, it is full of life, force, energy of every conceivable color and delight. Uh, uh, much like a kaleidoscope, we will say, uh, as you turn a kaleidoscope, the picture is ever, ever, ever changing, uh, ever, uh, uh, every second, every moment, a beautiful new thing to see, to experience, to 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 breathe into being. It is existence in 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 in, in the highest and mo- most 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 mm, 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 mm. glorious color and an inspiration
0: well what is our place in that universe
1: it is whatever you choose it to be it is to be a specific expression of the nature of source of god it it, it, you may consider that the creator or universal consciousness is like a, a a diamond with so many brilliant facets so many faces or facets that cannot all be counted. They are there are myriads. And every time you look at it, there is a a brilliant flash of something, mm, a something you have not seen yet before. and you could spend all of eternity looking at the faces and the facets and still not see it all or explore it all. And so your 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 place in it is to be one one of those facets, one of those brilliant flashes or faces on this extraordinary diamond of universal consciousness. And you will be an expression that no other can, can, can be. And all together, all together, all together, each soul creates this brilliance.
0: What is the purpose of suffering and how can we overcome it?
1: Well, well, suffering is, is the, the, the construct of the ego. And suffering ends when the ego relaxes and relinquishes its need to, to control. And you see the ego is wants one thing it wants, it wants to live. And it does not want your soul, your soul, your godlike part to take the helm and 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 be in charge. And so the ego is what causes all suffering. And without it, when it, it, when it is quelled, when it is quieted, suffering ends. And so the task is always in the letting go and letting go is 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 hard to 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 describe and so we will say think about allowing it to relax relax and and we will share this vessel shares an illustration much like this your soul is a powerful loving parent to all of the parts of who you are to your fourth dimensional parts the part of you that is son that is that is brother that is friend that is lover that is parent and so on
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor And now back to the show
1: And so The fearful, those parts have fearful aspects of the ego and allow yourself to begin to reparent all those parts and bring them into a place of safety and peace. So they will relax and let go of their grip on your being.
0: Well, how do you overcome the ego and the monkey mind and the negative thoughts that that it creates in your life?
1: Well, we would say that trying to stop thinking is a pointless <laughs> endeavor. So don't bother. But all things can be be done in meditation. And even if your mind is running all amok, all over, all over, all over in meditation don't give up heart because even in the holding your body still you are making progress and moving forward even in just breathing and 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 and, and holding in stillness freedom will come your your mind wants to be yeah yeah. Okay, good. I want to come out for a second and share an <laughs> illustration that Judah <laughs> gave once. Okay. So Judah once said that um, that our minds, are, imagine that you're the king of your life, Alex, mm-hmm. and you live in this beautiful king's uh, chamber and in your castle, and there's peace and love and joy in your kingdom. And there's you have this servant, and we're going to call the servant mind, And you decide to go away on a trip or whatever. And the servant gets a little cocky. And he decides he's going to take up residence in your chamber. And he's going to lay down and roll around in your bed and eat your food. And and then he gets even a little more bold. And he starts telling the other servants what to do. And pretty soon he's convinced himself that he is the king. And so Judah explained to me that this is how the mind is. The mind, because of our, our culture and how we're raised, we are entrained out of living from our heart. We are entrained out of the heart being king. And from the time we're probably six, seven on, the mind starts to be this wicked servant that's kind of taken over. So a lot of it is is stepping up and acting from our heart without thinking, going straight from our heart to action straight from our heart to action, and just acting from the heart. Sometimes it helps me just to even put my fingers on my heart, just to connect that way. But the mind really has to be dethroned. And, the, and as we enter that process, the mind really doesn't go down easy, uh-uh. you know, <laughs> and it can be incredibly noisy. But a lot of times I just um, Chuck taught me this. I just laugh. I go, oh, there goes my mind. Oh, there's my monkey mind again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I try to laugh about it and and just observe all the insanity and know that that's not really me. That's not my heart.
0: Okay. Great answer. So my next question for Judah is how do we connect to our higher power? How do we connect to the the soul within us to help guide us through life?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, if it's okay, um, I'd like to go up a little bit higher to talk with the Pleiadian sisters, if that's okay. Sure. I feel them stepping up. I think they would like to answer that. Mm. Yes. Okay. Hello, dears. We are the Pleiadian sisters, and we would like to answer this question. And so the way that you connect with your higher self is that you, in the, In the moment, you find the thing that gives you the most joy in life, and you begin to lean towards that. Whatever feels like peace, whatever has an absence of resistance, that is where your higher self is. Your higher self is the part of you that is at ease, that is at rest, that is at peace. And so if that is digging around in the garden, if that is taking a walk or petting your puppy or holding your lover, that is where you begin to connect to your higher self. And the more moments that you spend in that state of peace and calm and center, the more of them you are able to attract to yourself and the more those moments will expand. And the more time that you have with your higher self and developing that relationship, the more you will develop intelligence and skill and intuition for creating more of those moments. And we hesitate to say, because we know ones like yourself and those listening know this answer, but it still needs to be said again, and that is that meditation is the place where all of these things are accomplished. And so we would encourage any who have given up or or, or taken breaks, from meditation to return, to return. And in meditation, your higher self expands into all the spaces of your body, your cellular structure, your thought constructs, the ones not serving you begin to fall away, and your soul, your heart, presents itself. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I would like to ask you, how can we reconcile with the idea of a loving God while the existence of the of evil and suffering the world is around us?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Well, this we would say, this is Judah here. If you want to see an end to suffering in the world, be God to the one in front of you and embrace that one with love. And in so doing, you are ending some measure of suffering in the earth. And when each, imagine for a moment, if each one on the earth today made a choice to love the one one in front of them, in the moment what would happen and yes there is is suffering and the suffering comes from from an absence of love and it is fear that causes others to suffer so so be be the loving god that you long to 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 know and be intimate with and to see manifest in the earth and manifest it with one just one the one in front of you and and when the one in front of you is testing you on on every side testing your your ability to to choose love if you cannot find a way to love them love yourself love yourself and in this way the loving god that you speak of can be manifested in in a realm of suffering and and this we will share that we have spoken to this vessel. There is a raw a wrong we would like to write in the the realms of spiritual circles, and it is this. The law of attraction mm, 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 is a universal law, it is a true it is a truth, however, it, it can wound it and it has wounded many. So what we would say is the law of love must pros, proceed, proceed and cover all other universal laws. And so if if you speak about that to another, that they are creating their own reality and they are suffering and in pain, or in shame, or guilt, or despair, they will only feel more despairing in the light of this truth. And so you have, have put that law in front of the law of love, and the law of love must cover first and be preeminent.
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: And if you share the law of attraction with one who is in pride, then they will only take pride at what they have created in their reality, you see.
0: Now, how can we cultivate a compassion and forgiveness then?
1: By understanding that the one you are in front of, the one that you are struggling to forgive or have compassion for is only a mirror reflecting a part of you back to yourself. And so if the one in front of you is raging and full of anger, understand that they are showing you that you have parts, parts inside of yourself that are rageful and angry that you have yet to, to express, yet to release and thank them. Thank them because they are mirroring yourself to yourself. And and in this, you begin to develop compassion. When, when this vessel was younger, when she was very young, her mother was depressed much of the time. And in her heart, she judged her mother for this and said, if my mother loved me, she would not be depressed. Now, when she grew older and she suffered depression as a young mother, then, then she developed compassion for her own mother and was able to forgive and so what 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 you 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 reap you sow if you sow judgment of another you reap it in a mate or become the thing you hate reap it in a mate or become the thing you hate and so sometimes you are reaping certain things things are happening in your life that are painful or uncomfortable or suffering in order to, to help you re- relinquish and let go of, of your unforgiveness or judgment of another.
0: Fantastic. Now, you also mentioned before the term ascended masters, which is uh, the Jesuses, the Buddhas, uh, Yoganandas, St. Germains of the world. Um, what is the path to enlightenment or self-realization that we can all take?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let us speak to these ascended masters first. We 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 would say if you have the courage to find, choose one of your own choosing and immerse yourself in their the way in which they came to enlightenment, and in the acquiring and understanding, and most importantly, the experience of it. If you have that courage, then do so. And along that path, you will find your own, you will find your own path. And we would say this about ascended masters, as this vessel shares many times, there are so much spiritual information out there for which we are deeply grateful and appreciative. However, one can enter a a, a way of being that is like a, a spiritual bar hopping from one to another, to another, to another, consuming, 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 and also much like speed dating, speed dating, speed dating. And there's really no intimacy there. And so we feel it is very important to find the one that that lights you up inside, that you feel drawn to and choose them and choose them and develop intimacy with their teaching, develop intimacy with their presence and their spirit and learn from them. And in that way, you may come to your own way of enlightenment. And then there is hope for you that you might be a light for others.
0: Now, what do you think about what's happening in the world today? Uh, This kind of insanity that is happening all around the world. What is your take on it and for humanity?
1: Yes, well, all is hell or all is well. All is hell or all is well make your choice our perspective is that all is well and all things are moving towards 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 the light and fullness and 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 we see the whole elephant we will tell you a little story here <laughs> about about uh, 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 six blind men on the side of the road. And, and they were friends, lifelong friends. And down the road, they heard the crowd coming a- a- and an elephant coming down the road. And so these ones cried out and said, oh, oh, we would like to see this elephant. Please bring it over here. And so the six blind men assembled around the elephant and one grabbed hold of the tail and said, oh, now I know what an elephant is like. It is like a, a, a snake. And the one grabbed hold of the leg of the animal and said, oh, oh, I see now what an elephant is like. It is like a tree. And and the one held the tr- the, the, the tusk and said, oh, oh, I see what an elephant it is like. It is like a spear. And the one held the ear of the elephant and said, oh, I see, I see what an elephant is like. It is like a large fan. And the one, another, touched the the side of the elephant and said, oh, I see an elephant is like a wall. So this is how we want to answer your question. Each of you sees from your limited perspective and this limitation is part of what it is to be human. And we honor and reverence that. And we reverence you because you continue to explore the whole elephant. You continue to ask. You continue to seek, even though your perspectives are limited. And we want you to know that there is one and there are many who see the whole elephant on in the realm of the unseen. They see the whole elephant. And we want you to know that in spite of the difficulties and suffering, that there is a plan and a purpose, and all beings, all beings are moving towards seeing the whole elephant.
0: Fantastic. And do you have any final words for our audience, Judah?
1: Yes, we wish you to know always that you are unconditionally loved and supported. And we want you to know, you can ask us, Judah, or any other angels that you feel a connection to. And if you have no connection, we are happy to adopt you and take you under our wing. And we are not limited in any way. We don't sleep. We don't take vacation we, we don't have the limitations of your human friends and family. You see, we're the true friends that you've been looking for because we accept you completely and totally where you are right now. We don't demand anything of you. We only offer our loving support and service. And so ask angels and watch and see. You will see. You will see that we will intervene on your behalf.
0: Thank you so much, uh, um, Angie. That was great. Judah's wonderful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love Judah.
0: How do you feel after after that kind of you know this was a like forty minutes or so that we talked like that? So how did you feel, physically, energized or drained?
1: Um, I feel uh, tons of adrenaline running through my body, just like uh, like I've been hooked up to um, some high voltage you know, like I stuck my finger in an outlet or something. And I'll probably feel like that for the rest of the day.
0: But, but um, you've channel every day. So you're like this all the time.
1: <laughs> yes. Sometimes they're shorter channels. Sometimes they're a little more low key, depending on the being that I'm channeling. And, and I, um I have been really incredibly blessed by focus, Lore, focus life force energy has really offered me a lot of support. And so I have layers and layers of energetic support, um, with water and supplements and quantum technology to, to help support my health. And of course I have my amazing partner who does acupuncture to kind of keep me in good shape, but I do, it, um, it does, it can be tiring. I have to especially watch, um, uh, not to overdo it. And I have had to let go of a lot of just normal tasks that people do and, and let other people take care of those things for me.
0: Fair enough, and I'm going to ask you a few questions. Ask all my guests. What sure is go. your definition
2: of living a fulfilled life? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: Um, for me, you know, fulfillment is um, has come for me in surrender and just being completely at peace inside, and um, being being released from the tyranny of, um, myself, my ego, my desire to control, or even just desires. You know, I, I, um, yesterday was our anniversary. We really didn't do anything. There was no gifts. There were no cards and you know what? There was no need for them. We just are at peace and fulfillment. Hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of at a state of being a nobody and I, and that feels really fulfilling to me.
0: <laughs> now, do you mind asking Judah that same question?
1: Sure. What does fulfillment mean? Yeah. yeah. How,
0: how do you define a living a fulfilled life?
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. 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 We are happy to answer that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> being fulfilled means mm-hmm, understanding yourself to be an unlimited being an unlimited being with dominion in all realms of time and space a, demit- a a fulfilled a fulfilled soul has dominion over all their incarnations past present and future and is not restrained or contained or restricted to any of them or any definitions of self they are free free that is fulfillment <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
0: <laughs> uh, what is your definition of God?
1: Mm. Well, you know, I, I thought I knew what God was, Alex. <laughs> I had been taught what God was from the time I was seven or eight years old. Yep. I read the Bible cover to cover many times in my lifetime. Um, and I really thought I understood God. And when my awakening happened, I had to throw out everything. And for a while, I kind of threw out the baby with the bathwater too. I wasn't, I was thinking maybe I was going to be an atheist, but I, you know, in my soul, I knew that wasn't quite, that wasn't the answer for me. And so there's been a lot of sifting and sorting and sifting. And one day Judah said to me in a channel that God is like a grandmother sifting flour in the kitchen refining 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 and i feel like that's a lot of what god is doing in the earth right now with all the things we're going through there's a refining process going on but long story short to answer that i i you know the word agnostic means i don't know Mm. or it means to not know and judah has taught me that to be to be agnostic means To just say, God, I don't know who and what you are or where you are or how you are, and I'm not going to try to define you. I want to experience you. And so for me, my stance at this point is that I allow God to be a big question mark and I simply say that I'm open. And I think the Hebrew faith also had it right. You know, when in the Hebrew tradition, they they don't say the name for God. They don't voice it out loud. And I think there's, you know, even the three letters really don't have a lot of meaning anymore. They're kind of trite and worn, even like the word love, you know, what does that mean? I love ice cream. I love you, you know? And so I'm, I'm more about just experiencing whatever God is and whoever God is. I want that to be a part of my life. And, um, I do believe this, all the masters that I've ever read, that are truly that I believe to be enlightened beings have said that ultimately the answer is inside of us. Jesus said, I am, I am the light of the world. Uh, The Buddha said, uh, it is, it is said that his last dying words were be the light of your own soul. And Jesus also said, you are the light of the world. So I don't think now at this stage of my life, when he said, I am the light of the world, I don't think he was saying, I'm the only light of the world worship me. No, I think he was saying, I am the light of the world and you are the light of the world. And so I believe that there's a, for me, there's a capacity for each and every one of us to be that light, to be that powerful of a light, to be that powerful of an emanation in the the earth. You know, it was said that the night that the Buddha became enlightened, he dreamed that his body was huge and his body expanded over the whole entire continent uh and i i think that you know we all have that ability
0: great answer and what is the ultimate purpose of life
1: i think it's just to be to exist um i think it's a lot less complicated uh than we make it and and just in the moment, like Judah said, loving the one in front of us.
0: And where can people find out more about you and the amazing work that you're doing with Judah?
1: Well, um, we're at thejudachannel.com and the Judah channel and TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. We have a, a really uh, thriving YouTube family. We post um, new channels almost every day on all kinds of topics with, um, there's probably mm, eight, to 12 different beings that, um, that we channel Pleiadians, Arcturians. Um, there's a Mantoid being that visits us from time to time. So there's a a lot there to find. Um, and we'd love to have you.
0: Um, Angie, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a wonderful conversation and I appreciate what you're doing, uh, what Judah's doing to try to help awaken the world. So, I appreciate you, my dear. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you, Alex.
0: I want to thank Angie and Judah for the amazing information that they gave us. Thank you so, so much. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash two four one. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, trust the journey. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.